This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. So we start out the show tonight with I have no idea what. Let's see. I I honestly... (laughs) I've been in the studio all day swapping wires, plugging in new microphones and stuff. And uh, we, the new microphones are very nice; they're shiny. I can see you better now. Well, yeah, they they, they don't uh, you know obscure our faces like the old ones do. Right, right. I, I like them very you're much. Actually, you're actually a little more visible on the webcam now, as a matter of fact, well, as a result of that. That's that that makes the world a better place, anyway. I uh, was driving myself mad over the weekend working on. Uh, con- configuring all this so i'm hoping everything is sounding good uh i, I think it sounds good nobody so cares far. about your little problems i you know what was interesting problems. i i put a little uh test up yesterday i had a comparison between the new microphones we're using and the old microphones we've used for the last few years on the show and i put it on our website uh not on our website I put it on the bbs and i asked people okay play this little clip back and tell me what you think which one sounds better now, one of the mics is a $100 mic. The other mic is a $500 mic. Uh-huh. And... You'd think there'd be some difference. You'd think there'd be some difference. And uh, to me, there was difference, but I couldn't, I couldn't make a decision as to which one I liked the best uh, for various different reasons. And so I put it up there, and so, of course, the results were... Some most people, people like couldn't one. tell this. Most right. people couldn't even tell the difference. I couldn't. Some people said they like the old one better. Some people said they like the. Now I didn't tell them which one was old or new. I just said mic one, mic two. So some yeah. people said they like mic one. Some people said they like uh, they liked mic two. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm done configuring things. So if you don't like the way it sounds, well, let me know and I'll see if I can tweak it. If you don't like the way it sounds, you're really picky because the average yeah. person cannot tell. And uh, it's it's really a preference issue because... <laughs> In the chat room, one person says it sounds just fine. Another person says this sounds like S. <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, what can you do? How can you satisfy people? Well, normally I don't try to satisfy people. I just try to satisfy myself. And in this case, I'm satisfied for now. Okay. So we can do a show. Mark, what do you have tonight? Well, I've got a uh, it, from the New York Times. Uh, apparently, uh, Jamie Pacheco rolled out of bed at dawn last week to the blaring chorus of two alarms. Then Jamie, a 15-year-old high school freshman, smoothed his striped comforter, dumped two scoops of kibble in for the dogs out back, and strapped a GPS monitor to his belt. By 7.15, Jamie was in the passenger seat of his grandmother's sport utility vehicle, holding the little black monitor out the window for the satellite to register. A few miles down the road at Brian's Adams High School in East Dallas, he got out of the car and said goodbye to his grandmother and paused to press a button on the unit three times. A green light flashed, and Jamie headed for the cafeteria with plenty of time before the morning bell. It was not always like this. Jamie used to snooze until 2 p.m. before strolling into school. He felt so far behind. He fell so far behind that he was failing most of his classes, and school officials sent him to truancy court. Instead of juvenile mm-hmm. detention, Jamie was selected by a judge to be enrolled in a pilot program at Brian Adams in which he, uh, chronic, in which chronically uh, truant students are monitored electronically. Since Jamie started carrying the Global Positioning System unit on April the 1st, I guess that's, that's for those of you who don't know what a GPS is. Okay. Um, he has had perfect attendance. I'm just glad they didn't take, me, take him to jail, said Jamie's grandmother, Diana Mendez, who raised him. He's a good kid, and he's just, he just on a crooked path. Educators are struggling to meet stricter state and federal mandates, including those of the No Child Left Behind Act on attendance and graduation rates. 
The Dallas school system, which, like other districts, has found it, found it difficult to manage the large numbers of truant students, is among the first in the nation to experiment with electronic monitoring. Ten years ago, the issue of truancy just slid by, said Jim Smlick, uh <laughs> executive director of the National Dropout Prevention Center. Now the re- um, regulations are forcing them to adhere to the policies. Nearly one-third of American students drop out of school, and Dallas has the seventh-worst graduation rate among large school districts, according to the uh, study released in April by America's Promise Alliance. Uh, the former Secretary of State, uh, Colin Powell, uh, founded this, apparently. Brian Adams, uh, at Brian Adams, that's the high school, n- nine of the more than 300 students sent to truancy court this year are enrolled in the six-week pilot program. The effort is financed by a $26,000 grant from Bruce Ledbetter an equity investor who supports the program's goals. The bulk of the money pays the salary of a full-time case manager who monitors the students and works with uh, parents and teachers. I can't do anything with them if they don't come to school, said Cynthia Goodsell, the principal at uh, Brian Adams. Kyle Ross, who runs the in-school suspension program at Brian Adams, was skeptical of the electronic monitoring until he saw that it worked. We're always yearning for something tangible to use as tools to teach self-efficacy. Um, said uh, Mr. Ross, everyone's so overwhelmed, we'll try anything. I'm not sure that this is a tool that actually teaches that. Yeah, it seems like it teaches obedience. Yeah, either way. Um, Richard Pachetto, 18, has no relation to Jamie, said electronic monitoring had helped him get back on track uh, last year, despite advice from his friends to just yank it off. (laughs) It was easier to come to school each day, stay out of the streets, and be home every night, said uh, Pacheco, a father of uh, two young children and former gang leader. Now he's about to become the first male from his father's side of the family to graduate. They all dropped Whoopie out. Whoopie-doo. Or, or in jail, Mr. Pacheco said. Paul uh, Pottinger, the chief executive of the company marketing the truancy monitoring system. Yeah, whoopie-doo. It's good that he would graduate high school. It's, graduating high school is good. But it's not going to keep you from going to prison. It, you know, it doesn't it show, stop you. Does it show, no, no, it didn't. Um, th- does it show that he's on a better path? Sure. It, it's, it's, you know, one of the fruits of being on the better path. But the better path is the key. Paul Pottinger, the uh, chief executive of the company marketing the truancy monitoring system being tested in Dallas, said with location verification, they can't sneak through it. They can't game it like they can there. They can game their parents and game their teachers and game their friends. Across the state in Midland, County justice officials started using electronic ankle monitors last summer to track about 14 of the most chronically tr- um, truant students. The officials hope to double that number of students monitored each year. Truancy experts say the results in Texas are promising. It's far better than locking a kid up, and it's cheaper, said Joanna Hebelbrunn, a, a senior researcher from the National Center for School Engagement. But the future of the Dallas program is uncertain. Mr. Pottinger's company, the Center for Criminal Justice Solutions, is seeking $365,000 from the uh, county to expand the program beyond Brian Adams, but the effort is met with political opposition after a state senator complained the ankle cuffs used in the earlier version were reminiscent of slave chains. Dave Lee, a spokesman for Tracker, which makes the system used in Dallas, said electronic monitoring did not have to be punitive. You can paint this thing as either Big Brother or as a device that connects you with a buddy who wants to keep you safe and help you graduate. Jamie said he did not mind carrying the tracker. I'm actually happy about it, and I get another chance to do my work and catch up. I never saw myself uh, getting back, uh, getting held back a grade. So I, I guess my question is, is government programs generally expand? Now, this one's just being tested, but 
So it's it's being used on chronically truant students right now, and I guess mm-hmm. that whatever it takes to get kids to go to school, whether um, you know that that's fine with me. Um, I, I think that they can learn different things in different ways, but I think that the kid needs to powerfully choose for himself what he's going to do with his life. And I get the impression that these kids are not powerfully choosing that. If you're sleeping till two in the afternoon, you're not making that kind of decision. Okay. Um, but does this mean that if my kid misses one day out of school, you know, at some point in the future, one day out of school, GPS device, it, I mean, are they going to want to put this on everybody? Yes, because school systems want more stuff, more money, more bureaucrats. So how often are they wearing these bracelets? Is it daily? It's every single day, uh, even on weekends? Well, or just I, it, at this point, the kid just carries, hours? carries a GPS device, and it decides whether or not he's getting up and moving around I at, see. at the right times. And if he's not, then what happens? Um, I would assume telephone calls and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I mean, there's a person monitoring. Right. And that person's getting paid reasonably well. It said that most of the money of the 26000 was going to that person's pay. It's a six-week pilot program. That's not their annual salary. That's their six-week salary, somewhere in there. So let's say it's 20000 So if he's not up and about at the right time, then punishments will happen. I'm just thinking, would a private school go through these steps in order to get its kids to attend? I mean, if you're not attending the private school, you're just not getting your money's worth, and why would they care, right? Well, I mean, but a parent could very well um, say, I've got a chronically uh, truant student, uh, you know, child, and I want them to go to school. And some private school come up, could come up with this as a solution to get them to go to school. You know, then it would be a voluntary choice. Sure, it's and not voluntary. This one's I certainly not. understand. This is, well, it's court-mandated. And he we could should, choose to go to homeschool. We can find out here what happens when your kid doesn't go to school, but we've got calls on the line. We'll go to them. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, including archives. So if you missed a moment of the show, just go and download them free right there on the front page of the website for your download and convenience, freetalklive.com. Dot com. And do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. SACL knows that not only do you want your uh, do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. We go to your phone calls. Ladies first, Karen in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Karen. Oh, hello, Ian. Hey. And Mark. Hey. What's on your mind tonight? I am, um, I've been listening to your show for a couple weeks, and I keep okay. hearing you talking about government employees. You're actually impersonating a government employee, and you, you come up with a, a nice southern accent, and I'm kind of wondering why that is. What's up with the speaking the government southern? Well, I, I think that uh, both of us are from Florida, and uh, usually yeah. if we're imitating someone, we're either um, imitating somebody who's, uh, uh, when it comes to bureaucrats, likely we're imist- imitating somebody who's either mean or dumb, dumb. Um, and sometimes mean and dumb. And It just comes out southern? Well, you know, it's what we know, if darling. You've, if you've de- if you've dealt with the, some of the sheriffs down uh, down south, you might get some of the impression that I come from. Certainly, if you've dealt with prison guards, and uh, you know, oftentimes you're de- you're dealing there with somebody who's mean and dumb. 
<laughs> I you were talking the other day about uh, how negative force doesn't work. How a war rally does brings more war. How a uh, war on drugs bring more drug use. And Seems to be. Teresa once said, "I'm not going to go to a war rally, but invite me to a peace rally, and I'll be there." Yeah, yeah, so it's really a lot to that. You guys do talk negative a lot, and what I do was you mean? wondering if you could tell me some positive stuff that you think about the about America as it is. Well, I don't know what you mean by I mean when we talk negative. I'm not sure what that means because normally when we when we're dealing with an issue, we always come up with some sort of a solution. Uh, that usually involves something pretty positive. So I'm not sure what it is that we're negative about. I mean, what is, what did that you get your get the feeling that to we're me, negative I'm, about? I'm hearing you be negative on um, lawyers, negative on the law, negative on income tax, of which I I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's hard to be positive about slavery, Karen. So I mean, I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna tell you anything good about slavery, which is what taxes are. And of course, the lawyers are the people that instituted the taxes in the first place, and and all the laws that you that you mentioned. Not all the lawyers, but uh, some of the lawyers certainly did. The, the ones in search of power. And and we talked about lawyers the other week, and I pointed out that some of them are good people, but eh, the majority I'm not too too fond of. But the, but the law in general. Um, we just, I think we discussed this over the weekend. I, I don't like government law, but I do like private law. I think private law is a fine thing where if you've got your own business or your own property, you can set whatever rules you want to on, on your property, and voila, you have your own law. So uh, does that answer your question, or does that address well, actually, your issue? No, I, I want to hear something, if you can think of something with the way that our government is working, if you can think of anything that's positive. I know, like one thing is positive the about the have, federal government. We can, we won't be arrested for having a radio station like this. Okay, so so to come up with something. But so you you want it? us to talk about all of the uh, the freedoms that the government hasn't infringed upon yet? Exactly. <laughs> okay, well we can say <laughs> pretty much what we want to say. I mean, within most people can own a gun. Certain parameters, yes. Most people and can, they can own carry guns. It some places you have a right to. <laughs> some privacy and you have we're the right relatively to free in comparison to some other countries most religions and you can practice most of those religions in most ways but if this was a show about us just sitting here talking about what's so great about this country then it would be kind of it'd be kind of dull and we wouldn't really have much to talk about which is why we open the phones and we let anybody call in so i hope that that helps you karen well a little bit okay anything else on you your mind tonight have, well um one thing about fair tax, uh, Mark was saying that about the it doesn't bring in the repeal of the 16th Amendment. Yes, that's correct. I'm pretty, I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, it does. That's, that's part of the partnership of the bill is to repeal the 16th Amendment. They've, um, I've, we, we've uh, exhaustively uh, gone through this, and they would like to see the 16th Amendment repealed, but that is not uh, the criteria for passing the bill. They want the fair tax, and they'll compromise in order to get it. And I'll see that I don't agree with either. Right. I'm a real it, supporter for fair tax, but no, let's not double it's, get double trouble. Because you know what happened with uh, the income tax, as I understand it, and maybe my history is uh, mistaken here, but they essentially passed it on the American people, saying, "Don't worry about this income tax thing. We're only going to tax uh, tax the people that make fourteen thousand dollars a year or more." Um, and at that time, you know, 1913. 14 grand a year was quite a bit. Well, now 14 grand a year is below the poverty level, and we all get taxed. And I think yes. that you'll. Well, I agree. It's got way got ter- carried away, and it's not representative. And 
the government, there's no checks and balances on how they spend the money. Now they do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that's a good alternative is the fair tax, if we can make it so that the 16th Amendment, we won't get... It won't come back. Yeah. Well, do you think the government's do you think the government's uh, big enough, too big, or about the right size, or not big enough? The government's way too big. So what we need is, if we do get the fair tax, is we need not to give them seventeen or twenty-two cents on every dollar, which is some phenomenal amount. Oh, I think they proposed over twenty cents. More like five it's cents. Twenty-three cents, I think. Yeah, yeah. Something more like, like five that. cents. A lot on of that's it. embedded in the stuff we already buy because there's already taxes in the stuff. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you know, my biggest problem here is that, Karen, there are a lot of people that are spending a lot of time and a lot of money and effort on promoting this fair tax idea, and it doesn't do anything to reduce the size of the government. It doesn't do anything. It just rearranges the, uh, you know, the configuration, the deck chairs of the Titanic, if you will. And so all this money and this effort spent promoting this idea, in my opinion, has been a waste. Thank you for the call tonight. Certainly appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. You know, I don't want to get into a fair tax discussion that's going to go on and on. It's a tax. You want me to say something good about taxes now? No, I won't. I can't say anything good about taxes well, I because it's that... confiscatory, it's stealing, it's theft. They're taking your money from you by threat of violence, by threat of force, and there's nothing good that one can possibly say about that. I think one can have better and worse taxes like one can have better and worse cancers. Um, you know, sure, the... lower taxes are better. Higher but taxes are more worse. intrusive. Uh, the the IRS requires you to fill out all these forms. Put forty I don't hours fill out a week. Any forms. You don't. Um, but they they require you to do it. No, they don't. Yes, they do. There is a requirement for you to do it. I never agreed to that requirement. So, well, there's no requirement. There you go. The IRS requires you to fill out that form, whether you choose to do it or not. That's mm-hmm. fine. And whether you'll face the consequences that they decide to, if they decide to bring them against you, that's fine too. But um, that's a requirement. At and least the fair tax. They would require I can get away on the fair from. tax. They would require a, a sales tax at uh, point of purchase. Sure, they so require the, the, the black market owners. people and the smugglers would you know try to go so, around that too. So yeah, and thank goodness because at least then it would only be the business owners that would be required to comply, uh, whereas the income tax, you anybody can just get around that. So. The fair tax is actually more likely to result in me giving money to the federal government. If you don't pay the income tax, then the fair tax will result in you being taxed. That sucks. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message, paid for by Phillies 2008. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us, including the Shrine of Female Listeners. Dozens of ladies have taken their uh, photo and sent it to us, validated, which means they prove they listen to the show. Just head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see what it's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. He is the enemy of the state. He's the agent of the sovereign individual. He's Tad Galahad, Freedom Engineer. The Anarcho-Capitalist Adventure Series continues at freedom-engineering.com. That's freedom-engineering.com. As I we... haven't gotten all the way through it, but I hear it's a very good story. Well, have you started it? Yeah. Well, then you would know if it was a very good story, right? 
Well, uh, people have gotten farther than I. They're telling you things. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right, we go to your phone calls. Uh, Ted is on the line in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Ted. That's Ted, you okay, buddy? Ted's gone. Let's try Jonathan (laughs) in Connecticut. Jonathan. Johnson. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, actually, now I've got two things. Okay. (laughs) Um, Since... uh, just uh, Karen was calling before, and I just like how she called up to tell you guys how negative you were, and did so by using Mother Teresa as an example. I just thought that that was really interesting. Um, I don't know. Ian, I'm sure you probably know a little bit about Mother Mother Teresa. Um, She's guess, kind of a weirdo. It, wasn't she really into suffering? Yeah, really, really into suffering. And it's funny because, you know, she always has something very beautiful, and the world is being very much helped by the nobility of this example of misery and suffering. And yeah. apparently um, one of the principles of her, you know, churches and sort of uh, her where she was supposedly helping the poor was that when people were suffering miserably, they would not give them strong painkillers because her, uh, her philosophy, and another quote is that she says, the most beautiful gift for a person is that he can participate in the sufferings of Christ. And once she tried to comfort a screaming sufferer, saying, you're suffering. That means Jesus is kissing you. And wow. So, that is yeah, so crazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. The idea, it's, the suggestion there is that suffering brings you closer to God. Is that the idea? But, but Ian, according to Karen, she was being positive. That's what you guys need to do. You need to filter. Well, you just, need to be more religious. No, she you only used it. She, no, to be fair, she just Johnson, used a quote. She used <laughs> one quote from Mother Teresa to back up her point about being positive. And to be fair, I like that particular quote. It's much better to be in favor of something than to be against uh, the, the opposite thing, which is why it's better to be pro-liberty than it is to be anti-government. So I agree with that sentiment, uh, sentiment completely. I agree, but I think you need to have a little reality and you need to have a little perspective. And that brings me to sort of my to my second point, where I want to make fun of you, and I want to I want to do this by telling the story to Mark, because I sort of called it when you, you brought up the you started the show tonight by talking about your microphone, yes, uh, the new microphone you got, and and what I found really interesting was you took the two microphones that are both very different, and uh, you know one of them's expensive and one of them is is a little bit cheaper, uh-huh. and you have them both running through a five hundred dollar voice processor. Um, that's not exactly the best way to test the microphones. And the other thing that you did is you tested the microphones in a perfect radio voice, which is meant to uh, get rid of all the differences between microphones. That's why radio people are trained to do that, um, so that it doesn't put any... You want to put as little stress on the microphones as possible so that they sound as, as high a quality as possible. So doing that to test the microphones... You basically did everything you possibly could to make the microphone sound as much alike as possible and then said that there's no difference between so them. You're, you're talking about the test that was on the BBS, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the way Ian talks. Ian talks like that when we're off the air. I, I, the I only know. difference it, in Ian's speech off the air is uh, sometimes he uses the F-bomb. And that's it, it, that's how he speaks. Yeah, I mean, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know what uh, uh, Bob Garrett did to you, but... <laughs> I don't, did he, like, did you go to, I feel like, Ian, you went to some sort of, like, uh, like a martial arts training camp for radio voices, where you've been trained, because now, I mean, it's like a permanent thing. I don't know. That's no, how radio I... guys are. Um, they, they, they get their voice, and I remember Big Jim Davis, where we worked, he would laugh like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> 
You know, that was his laugh. He was genuinely, <laughs> when he was tickled, that's how he laughed. He didn't have a, a, Twitter, a nervous Twitter like me. <laughs> you know, he didn't have anything like that. That was his laugh. I, I so are you like saying I sound too radio? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I, I think I just think it's amusing that you sound radio off air too. I mean, do I, I sound I radio off lot, air? Yes, you do. I think a lot of people wouldn't believe it. That, that, oh, wait, but I'm not voice. a puker. It's not no. like I puke. You, you no, just got you're a not big, a puker, a but your, your same voice. You know, you you have. It's like the whole AutoZone story, which I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard. You know, but you do enunciate every syllable on every word. <laughs> well, when you train yourself to do that, I, that I. I Try to train myself not to use certain words and to talk it's in a, a certain thing. manner. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be in radio, you should do that. But I, I do feel like if you're going to test your microphones and test your equipment before you discount the $400 difference between the microphones, you might want to put a little bit of, you know, just a little bit more stressful conditions in the microphone. Speak Thanks. loudly. Whisper, Thanks for your help. I was speaking loudly, just so you know, Johnson. <laughs> Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. All right. You can Why are we talking anything. about these damn microphones? I don't know. They're five hundred dollar microphones, and they're very special. And I do like them. I, I remember when we started out on these. And, yes. And I'm very pleased with them. We're, I like the way they look. We're quickly rebuilding the original studio with the equipment that we have. Please don't bring in any rats. No. No, that's okay. No rats. We continue with your phone call, Shelly. Saw one the size of Chihuahua there one time. Shelly in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Shelly. Yes. Hi. Hey. How are you? This is Shelly from Connecticut. Hello, Shelly. What's on your mind tonight? Yes, I, I received a, a phone number to call um, from a thing for Ron Paul. Okay. Where, um, so I was just wondering, um, it mentioned here we were talking, they mentioned about uh, something I've been seeing in our skies that I never knew. I heard you guys last week mention it. Is that really true about what are you what's talking going about? I don't, Chemtrails? No, we would never have mentioned that. We would never have mentioned that, because this isn't a conspiracy kook show, oh, so we don't talk about that stuff, really. I, I mean, you can some, talk about it. I saw it. some fluffy little balls floating outside my house you, uh, the other day. You can bring that up if you want, and then we'll, you know, we'll shoot you down and laugh and, uh, you know, joke. <laughs> Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. So Let's continue with Dave in Athens, listening on WAIS. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. I like your equipment. I got a topic I want to bring up, but I want to... Make a comment. One of the impersonations I can hear in the bit of Bill Jefferson Clinton. You want you guys did? Oh, you do you? You're saying you like the the uh, Bill Clinton impersonation? That That's right. Yeah. I'm loving going out here on the, the trail and following Hillary Clinton around because the, them Democrat ladies are throwing their panties at me. It's <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's not too shabby. What I want to bring up was last Saturday I saw another cult had begun in Stone. City, New Mexico. Uh, Strong City, New Mexico. Yeah. Yes, they have stolen their children. Watch. And I guess the guy was a formal Seventh Day Adventist. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't really recall. You're probably right about that because it sounds like you've got the story in front of you. But uh, he, they have stolen their children from them, and I've been keeping an eye on their blog. They haven't updated it for over a week and a half. So as far as I know, there's nothing new to uh, nothing new to report. I guess the leader got arrested, but I'm not for sure. I oh, really? Bl- is this is this fresh news? When I was changing channels, it said May 6th leader of Strong City arrested for. Huh. Wow. Okay. I'll uh, right. I'll look I'll into that, Dave. Thank you for the thank you for the tip. Appreciate it, and right. thank you for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We'll see what they arrested him for. 
because this is the guy. Remember, there was the, the FLDS compound. They got raided. They had over 400 children stolen. A few weeks later, the Strong City place in New Mexico was raided. Uh, well, I guess raided's not really the right term. Didn't he lie in bed naked with a uh, 15 with or virgins? 16, yeah, with yeah, a 15 or 16 year old girl. Yeah. Yes, and both I suspect he, that that might be it. Both he and the 16 year old girl say that nothing inappropriate occurred, except that uh, that's still lewd and lascivious. Is it? Yes. What's what is lewd about being naked? Doesn't um, lewdness have something to do with sex? Hey, look, I'm not lusting. That sort of thing. I, well, the the one girl did say she was trying to have sex with him, so there was sex. Yeah, that's sex what she was said. Sort of wrapped up in it. She said he didn't. He didn't want any of that. Yeah, he wasn't going to do that. And she claims that he didn't do anything. Uh-huh. So we'll see if the uh, the story is true from Dave, and uh, we'll look into that. Plus your calls as well. Tom in Florida's on the line. We'll take uh, you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping with us at the Free Talk Live store. Just head over to store.freetalklive.com. And load up your cart full of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and more. Get them all at store.freetalklive.com. Now, Dave had called in a moment ago from uh, Athens, bringing up the latest uh, that I had not heard about on the Strong City case, which we talked about a couple weeks ago on the program, uh, which involves three young people who are between the ages of 13 and 16. They were stolen from their home in Strong City, uh, New Mexico, which is a, uh, it's basically, kidnapped. yeah, they were stolen, kidnapped by the government people. And, and this is, you know, another one of those cults or religions. You said you don't want to use the term cult anymore, right, Mark? I don't like it. Religion. I... It's another religion, a, a sort of reclusive, secluded religion. And a bunch of people live on this facility, and they came in, and they took the kids away. And they said that the reason they were taking them is because of inappropriate contact, apparently, between the young people and Mr. Traviser. Michael Traviser is the name he goes by. His real name is Wayne Bent. And he's been released, by the way. This story was written just before his release, so it doesn't mention that. But he is out on bail. Uh, Judge reduced the amount of bond from $500,000 to $50,000. And he says here that when he was in jail... Uh, he had refused to eat or drink since his arrest. He claims to be the Messiah and is accused of touching three underage female followers, one of whom was 12 when they lay naked with him in 2006 and 2007. Hey, everybody, the Messiah isn't going to be having sex with a bunch of virgins. Well, he he didn't have sex with them. Uh, oh, I wonder why they were in his bed in the first place. He has acknowledged having sex with followers and lying naked with virgins, but denies any children or adults were molested. He has said the virgins asked for sex, and he refused. Uh, You know, there's actually a blog entry on their website about why they went and laid down with him. It was some sort of, like, being naked with God thing. Yeah. Some religious thing. It's not my belief system. It's probably not your belief system. And uh, I don't see why it should be any of your business. If you don't like what he's doing, don't join his church. It's pretty simple. These kids weren't forced to be there, but apparently... Excuse me, apparently, uh, let's see, blah, 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 he's being charged with, 
Where is it? Oh, here we go. Three counts of criminal sexual contact of a minor and three counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. So, do you think that any of these minors are actually bringing these charges? No. So, how is it they're going to get a conviction if they're not going to testify? Presumably, they wouldn't testify against this dude. I don't know that that's presumable. How people, they, people get scared. They may not testify vociferously, but they may feel obligated to go answer the questions of the court. You oh, know, so, yeah. sort of people get the impression they're that they're intimidated when they when they get a subpoena that you could die if you don't go go and, and give that subpoena. You know, uh, show up for that subpoena. Right, because it would be best if these three young ladies would not. Or actually, it was two young ladies, one fee, uh, one male. It would be best if they did not say anything. It'd be yeah. best if they didn't get testify lost. at all. So we'll see how this turns out. Hopefully we'll uh, Had a keep flat up. tire on the way, sorry. Hopefully we'll keep up to date with the story. And uh, thanks to Dave in Ohio for alerting us to the latest here. So again, arrested, being charged with uh, three uh, three counts that don't involve actual sex, but just because he did something differently than most people would do, he's being punished. And those young people were stolen from their home where they were very happy. I saw video footage of one of them leaving. The 16-year-old was leaving. She was giving people hugs when she left. You would think if she wanted to get the hell out of there, she'd have booked it right into that police car. No doubt. Gotten out. So this whole thing is just an absolute tragedy. And it's yet another example of this government absolutely not respecting the freedom of religion in this country. It's not. They're not respecting any of that. The people in Texas, the FLDS, they've, they've come under attack. These people in Strong City have come under attack. And it's easy for most Americans to just sit out there and watch Fox News or CNN and see these reports and say, those sick weirdos, they're getting what they deserve. How dare he lay down in a bed with three teenage girls? How dare he? Well, who cares? What's the big deal? I mean, look, just because you don't want to raise your kids that way doesn't mean that other people shouldn't be able to. Do you want to put every single person that's like this in a, in behind bars and then pay for that? Because you're going to pay for it. If this guy goes to jail for 10 years, that's coming out of your pocket. That's going to make you less wealthy. And it's not going to stop the other people in the world who haven't been caught from touching young people. It's not going to have any effect on them. So what is it that you're going to do? Are you going to just put everybody in jail for doing things you don't like? Smoking marijuana, laying down in bed with virgins, whatever it is you don't like, going to prostitutes, gambling, whatever the behavior is that you don't like. It's crazy to talk about putting all those people in jail. If they, are, if they aren't hurting anybody else, if the young people themselves aren't bringing the charges, there's no issue. Now, if this 13-year-old girl was to say, well, this guy touched me without my permission... And I want to do something about that. I want to bring a, I want to bring some sort of a lawsuit. I want to get restitution. He's hurt me. He's harmed me. He's damaged me. Then you've got a case. Then you've got something to actually go on because then you have a damaged party, someone who's actually who feels whether they did or not actually get harmed, who feels as though they've been harmed. But in the case with Mr. Traviser, it's the state that's filing the charges. There is nobody that has brought the state uh, brought this action upon Traviser. It's just the state has decided that what he's done is unacceptable, I, and he's going to be punished. It seems like they're going to have. Well, I'm not sure he is. It seems like they're going to have some trouble uh, enforcing this because what are you talking about here? Um, a, a guy who lay naked in a bed with a virgin who got into his bed in the hopes of sex and he turned her down? Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like much of a crime here. I, 
I don't know. Criminal sexual contact of a minor and three counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Both of those charges have to do with him not running his life by the way the majority of people in America might run theirs. And if you ask me, that's not what America was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about respecting the choices of your neighbors, even if your neighbors do something different from what you would have them do. And that's going to happen. People will have different interests and different preferences, and they're going to make different choices. If we all made the same choices, things would be very interesting, would they? I mean, if everybody was the same, and everybody thought the same way, and had the exact same value sets and moral sets, and what what would be the... There would be no variety anymore. There would be no contrast. Boring world. Yeah. So that's not a road I want to go down. And I'm perfectly willing to let people like Michael Traviser lay in bed with virgins and do whatever it is that they do in their little re- religion. He's not hurting me. He's not molesting my kids. Uh, 9231, you can bring up anything. We go to your calls in the meantime. It's Tom in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom. Tom in Hello. Florida. Hello. You're on the air. Oh, thank you for having me on. What's on your mind tonight? Um, actually, I had a couple of different things I want to talk about. Um, uh, concerning what you're talking about now, yeah. uh, there is a thing in the, in the, in, under the Constitution if that's what we're all under, called due process. And exactly what you were talking about, uh, due process means that, you know, you, you've committed, the only reason you could ever end up in a court, really, of what they call a true judicial proceeding or a court of law or a court of public law, is if you've committed a crime. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen that there's a term called corpus delecti. It yeah. means the body of the crime. And if you go into any state constitution in America, it all reads almost exactly the same. And it will define a crime. And a crime means that uh, there is a damaged party. There's been damages, either financial or physical. And there also has to be what's known as intent. And so if you go into a, a real court, which we don't go into anymore apparently because they're all private law courts, you, you have the right to due process. <clears throat> and if you can establish that with the judge, you can then say, okay, uh, I, I need to see, I want to see the injured party. In other words, I need to. I get to confront my accuser. By the Constitution, it does. It does say that. Yeah. Absolutely. And what are the damages? Well, if the state brings a case against you, you see what I'm saying? Like if a traffic violations or whatnot, it gets actually quite absurd if you can bring that up in a court because the cop who wrote you the ticket, or let's say in this case the state who's somehow standing up for these young these, these girls, they're the person is not actually there who was damaged. They're not even there actually even saying they Well, there is no state. The state doesn't exist. It's imaginary. Well, you, you, there's no crime. In other words, at that point, in a real true court, you would say, <clears throat> since there is no accuser, since there is no evidence of a complaint, there is no damage, there's no standing, and I'm, I'm, I think that this thing should be dismissed. Yeah, time to go home. At that point. Night, night, good one, Tom. I know you had something else to talk about. We'll hold you through to hour two. Hang on, 800-259-9231. And there are some really interesting questions that one can ask about courtroom proceedings. And he touched on one of them. You know, where is the accuser? Who was the damaged party? Where's the injury? And also, what about the conflict of interest? How about the fact that the state is bringing charges and the state is also the judge? Is there a problem there? Hour two's coming up. Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. 
Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number two of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, so enjoy those. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Real briefly, a quick correction. Last hour, I said that uh, we were talking about Strong City, which is a, a religious group that is based out of New, uh, New Mexico. They've had uh, some of their children stolen from them by the state recently. And I said uh, to Dave earlier when he was on the phone giving us an update that I was surprised because I, I have subscribed to their blog so I can keep up to date on what's going on. But I, I said I didn't notice anything new on the blog. Well, as it turns out, there has been a bunch of new posts. And the reason I didn't see it was because the first post on the blog is from in April, and so when I was looking at my, my aggregator, I kept seeing the same story there at the top, and so I figured mm-hmm. nothing new was posted, but they've got some way of posting an old post to the very top of the blog, which confused me. So anyway, if you go to strongcity.info, you can read some of their responses to what the state has done to them. Uh, we continue here, and uh, you know, just to, to caution you in case you're just tuning in, I, I don't agree with their religion. I'm not a religious guy, and I'm just, I'm just passing that on to you, okay, in case you're following the case and you want to know what's going on, their blog is uh, pretty interesting. We continue with your calls. Tom in Florida is still on the line with us. Tom, you had something else you wanted to discuss, so go ahead, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, do you ever have guests on your program? It's very occasional. Rare. It's uh, Yeah, we've had maybe like 50 guests in five years. Or it's something. really a show about the callers. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason I mentioned it was there's a really interesting couple named Jack and Margie Flynn, and they're out in New Mexico, I believe. And they've done a whole lot of interesting uh, study about our court system, mm-hmm. and they basically go on the the whole th- the whole idea that you know since we are if you are truly an, a sovereign you are an American you know flesh and blood sovereign when you walk into a court uh, you are walking into a private law court okay unless you can establish that you want it to be a common law court and and the way they do it is. Uh, they, they, number one, one of the first things they say is never get involved in the court system because they're going to beat you. They'll beat you with some either through procedure or something they know that you don't know. Very complicated. Yeah, you really can't play by their rules because... Well, you'll lose. Yeah. So what they do when they first walk into a court, and they've coached a lot of people, and they claim between three and 400 court victories. Victories meaning uh, they reach a point where the court kind of throws them out and never calls them back. Mm-hmm. They never actually get to engage the court. Okay. And they do it by the very first thing they say is they announce who they are. They say that, you know, I am a, my name is such and such. I'm a flesh and blood sovereign. I'm a citizen of, you know, the United States of America, which is comprised of several states, you know, not the corporate United States. Are you familiar with any of this stuff? Uh, I, as I understand, the uh, the federal government is a corporation. That much I know, but... Well, all towns and cities are corporations. Yeah. Most people don't realize municipal corporation is open for business, which is what a lot of people don't. They get confused. They yeah, don't it says it, it says when you drive in. Collecting corporation. Right, when you drive into uh, to Keene, New Hampshire, it says on the sign when they were incorporated. Exactly. Well, there's, there are you know, anyhow. What they do is they establish who they are. Mm-hmm. They establish that they're they're basically flesh and blood sovereigns, and that they're not subject to. Uh, well, basically, there's a whole whole aspect of being either, you know, your legal fiction or your true person. 
And I don't know if you're familiar with any of that either. Yeah, the the idea is, and I don't know how much validity there is to it. I think there's a lot. Some people have, you know, some people claim that this stuff works, but they don't actually have any real evidence to back it up. So I think we're in a we're in a stage right now where people are actually trying these things. And well, they win. We're starting they, to hear some positive, uh, starting to hear some positive indicators. Yeah. But the basic idea there is that when you, uh, when you're born, the state and, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. This is as I understand it. When you're born, the state files uh, that creates this birth certificate. You get a exactly. copy of it. They file, you know, they file it on their little records, and somehow that's worth some money to them. I don't sure how that all works, but anyway, the the suggestion is that when they create that birth certificate, they've created a person, which, as a legal definition, is a l- legal fiction. It's something that doesn't exist. That's right. Uh, but it does exist in the world of legal fictions, in that the government is a fiction. The government do- isn't real. There are people. People are real. Uh, but the government isn't. It's just a concept. It's just a belief system in the minds of many, many people. And so the government being a legal fiction created in the minds of many people, there are these, uh, again, these persons, these other legal fictions that can interact with the government and do things uh, sort of underneath or at the pleasure of the government. And that's what essentially the birth certificate is. Because the government is a legal fiction, the legal fiction creates more legal fictions and they're subservient to them. But if you claim that you're a sovereign individual, or as you say, flesh and blood human, or whatever you want to call yourself, if you if you actively separate yourself from this legal fiction world, then you can do some interesting things. That's what you're getting at, right? Yes, exactly. They cannot. The court system, being only an idea, can only interface with another fiction. But if you go in there and you state, according to Jack and Marge, and I do believe it's true. And that's consensual, right? I mean, because if people well, don't realize it, then they're consenting by default. But if you withdraw your consent, then yeah, things get interesting. To, you have to actively and very loudly explain who you are. I mean, the 13th Amendment reads what? No indentured servitude, no slavery. So everything we do has to be consensual. And like they say, silence means consent. Right. So if you don't actually say anything when you get into the courtroom, they basically assume, they presume... And legally, I think it's legal, that you know where you are and you know who you are, and they proceed with you, and next thing you know, they're taking some money from you for right. a taillight out or this or that. Sure. And everything is actually legal in a sense. So who are um, these people that you're referring to again? What were their names? Okay, Jack and Margie Flynn. Now, do they have a website? Yes, and they do lectures. They do wonderful constitutional what, lectures. What's the website? Just it's out of curiosity. It's called uh, citizensoftheamericanconstitution.org. That's a long one. Citizens of the American Constitution. org. And they've been at this a long time. They're quite older. Uh, they're older. I think Jack went to law school way back. I, they must be in their 70s anyhow. Mm-hmm. Well, and, good. It's good to know that there's actually a website out there, and I, I hope they give out some of their information for free because there's so many people oh, out do. there that just want to charge like hundreds of dollars no, no. for the secrets of how to get out of the system. But it, but why would you want to be a citizen of the Constitution? You never signed it. Uh, what does it do for you? Oh, well, I, I don't think they, they claim that. That's just their website. Oh, I see. But what they do is when they go into a courtroom, they basically explain who they are so there's no a misunderstanding that they're right. not a fiction. Then the next thing they do is they say to the judge, they say, Judge, um, you've taken an oath of office in which you uh, swore to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States against you know for, uh, enemies foreign and domestic. Isn't that correct? And as soon as he says yes, They've kind of got them by the short hairs because the next thing they say to them is, um, and, and in so taking that 
oath, you will conduct yourself today here in these proceedings in accordance with it. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, yeah. Then you say, I am all because of my, you know, my status as a, as a, as a under the Constitution. I'm, and according to your oath, I'm, I'm, I'm accorded due process. Isn't that correct? He goes, oh yeah. And at that point, let's say it's a traffic violation. This is when they bring forth. They say, well, okay, now I have the, I have the right to confront my accuser. I need to know what the damages are. I need evidence of a complaint. And, and they can't give you all, all that. these they, things for me. Right, they can't do it. Well, and, and he's also provided there's a stenographer there. He's on the record <laughs> having admitted that he took his oath. Yeah. He's on the record saying he'd comply with his oath. Right away, you've converted this private law court into a common law court, which don't exist anymore. I guess they've been phased out since about the 1930s. And so, so eventually they get into a place where you've backed them into this corner to where and, they have to get rid of you. Yeah, to, they, um, give you, they basically get rid of you and never call you back. And yeah. that's what they call victories. Absolutely. If you can minimize that, I mean, whenever you encounter bureaucracy, you will be damaged. They will take your time or your money. So if all you can avoid is losing a little bit of time, uh, then that's, that is as close to a victory as one can, uh, well, they can come. They never claim that you're never going to get any justice there or win. What they'll do is they'll realize that you're basically untouchable. You very, and they'll leave you alone very in the voicefully, future. Very voicefully, you've said, hey, this is who I am. I know who you are. In effect, they're saying to the judge, you know, you are a public official. Right. You are a Yeah, you I are like the approach. And it, it actually I'm a beneficiary. Is, Tom, it's actually, uh, Tom, your approach is actually very similar to uh, one that uh, we're familiar with, uh, Mark Stevens over at AdventuresInLegalLand.com. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I've talked with Mark before. Oh, yeah. So no. very similar tactics there. We've actually had Mark on the show in the past, so maybe I'll look oh, into these folks guy. and see what they've got going. Hey, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Is it really a government by the consent of the governed? Some evidence suggests that it might be if enough people were to start saying, no, I don't consent, what would they do? More on the way. 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us, including the wiki. Over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Go and create. Wiki. W-I-K-I Is another fad diet really the answer to losing your extra pounds? Are working out and eating right no longer working to help you lose weight? If you can relate to that, then go read the story of a doctor who lost 37 pounds in one month and has kept it off. You can see the actual before and after pictures and read his story at notfatanymore.com. You can get off that fad diet roller coaster forever. Check out notfatanymore.com. 800-259-9231. Continuing with your calls, it's Gene, the Christian anarchist in Mississippi. You're on Free Talk hey, Live. Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Hey, Gene. Great. What's on your Hello? mind? We yeah, got gotcha. you. I can't hear you worth the beans. Oh, that's probably because I was tweaking stuff in here. And let me see. Does that help any? Is it better? That's a little better. Okay. Very but good. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm here right now with Keith and stuff. We're getting some signs set up to go to Kentucky. And uh, I wanted to fill you guys in on what happened in Mississippi on on Saturday. Okay, great. Go. Go for it. It was a joke. Uh, the whole... Uh, wait, uh, wait. What, well, before you there, do that, tell me what was going on in Mississippi. What what was a joke? The convention. Uh, it was the convention for the state of Mississippi, and I was an alternate delegate. My brother-in-law was a delegate, and another guy we know there in northern Mississippi was a delegate. 
I mean the uh, alternate delegate. Okay. And uh, so we went down there. We only knew two other people that were going to be there from the Jackson area who were Ron Paul supporters. And we thought that there would be, uh, you know, an opportunity to elect delegates to go to Minnesota, which did not turn out to be the case. Right. They're, they seem to be, be being tricky about this delegate election process that, that used to be, you know, that they would elect delegates. Now it seems like they're appointing people in order to keep the Ron Paul folks out of the delegate process. Right. Well, it was a, it was actually a slate. You elected the slate, and the slate was hmm. chosen by, by uh, the governor of the state of Mississippi. He okay. handpicked the slate. And you voted for the slate, so you really had no choice. I did talk to uh, Sergeant at Arms there, who mm-hmm. was a very interesting fella. He was an older guy. He used to work for the governor for several years, and uh, he had a lot to say about what's going on with the uh, Republican Party. And he wasn't terribly happy with it either, because there's there's really no more selection going on. It's all it's all done from the top down, and there's no discussion. There's no activity of uh, being able to do anything. He did give me insight and some pointers that I want to pass on to anybody who's going to go to a convention that, you know, any of these states that haven't held them yet, there's a couple states left. Yes, for those of you who are still trying to make a difference in the system, go ahead with the pointers, sir. So um, he did tell us that the time that we could have made our move was at the very beginning of the uh, convention, like about a half an hour into the convention. They had uh, something where we... um, and I don't have my notes with me, but uh, where they just said, uh, these are the minutes of the something-something hearing, you know, the, the uh, whatever hearing it was that had happened the day before. And at that hearing or that meeting was when they decided on the slate of delegates. So if I'd known that, if, if the people were aware of that, mm. that would have been the time to say nay. You know, they say, anybody all all uh, in favor of passing, of yeah. of uh Accepting so, these, say I, and those opposed, say no. So you would have said no, but there would have had to have been enough of you to to actually make a change. So that means you got to have 50% of the people in order to object to it, in order to make the change. And so number one, you have successful. to. Number one, you really have to know the system and all the little rules and regulations. And number two, you have to have a significant number of participants in order to make it happen. And what you you just had a handful of people, right? Right. We didn't have enough people. We couldn't have made a difference anyway. Hmm. But uh, well, you got to get up here to New Hampshire, Gene. You'll have plenty of people up here. Well, I'll be on my way. Now, I do want to make a comment about Saturday's show, too, while I got you on the air. Okay, do it. I'm very impressed with you, Mark. How so? Mark, you're beginning to sound like an anarchist. <laughs> I love it. You just really tore those people up about author- proper authority and where does the authority come from. Oh, yeah, we had a bunch of uh, nationalists call in. For those that didn't hear the show, uh, Saturday night was full of nationalist calls. You know, I, I, I'm i still of the opinion that uh, talking to people about uh, certain issues, and when they start bringing up certain issues, roads, cops, uh, things like that, that you probably, like, you know, those aren't where I would focus my arguments. I'd be, I'd be like, okay, let's. I'll concede to you that the government can, uh, you know, handle roads and cops now. Will you concede to me that it screws everything else up? So, you know, those are kind of the, the, where I come with my arguments. Gene, well, thanks for the call I, I tonight. Like You're coming along. Very Thank good, you. sir. Have Thank you, Gene. Day. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. We continue. Bring up whatever you want. You know, Gene, it's got to be interesting for Gene, being an anarchist, now jumping into the world of politics, trying to go to conventions and stuff and make a difference oh, within the Republican Party. Well, yeah, he can handle it, but it's got to be weird. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, if you want to make a if you want to make a splash in the world of politics, and I don't know why you'd want to, but some people do. Uh, New Hampshire, here in New Hampshire, there are some really great activists. Of course, we're part of the Free State Project. Twenty thousand liberty-loving activists all moved here to New Hampshire in order to uh, to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And the the political uh, the political scene up here is much more number one friendly than many of the other scenes. And for every victory we have here. Um, I hear of another state having a victory, which means that I hear 50 times more victories in New Hampshire than I do in other states. Yeah, the the, the guys are really well organized uh, here, and they're actually having some positive effect instead of showing up at a meeting and being disappointed yep. like Gene. We continue here. Uh, well, let's talk to Roy in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Roy. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind, Roy? Not so much. Uh, my name is Ray Miller. I'm calling from Chicago. Uh, I just want to make a quick comment okay. on the uh, earthquake that happened in China. Okay. Are you familiar with the uh, harp machine in Alaska? I have heard that there's a magic weather machine that they have in Alaska, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, does it cause earthquakes? Well, it, it's ostensibly uh, to study the ionosphere, but supposedly it is... Uh, Crazy as it sounds, tuned into the frequency of every human being's uh, mind in the in the world. They're and controlling also, my mind. In addition to uh, mind control capabilities, theoretically and supposedly does have uh, weather control capabilities. Whose yeah. minds are they controlling? <clears throat> Pardon? Whose minds are they controlling? Well, it's a pretty fancy I'm machine. I'm not sure that they're controlling minds right now. I think how many control? How many minds can they control at any one given time? Uh, I believe one activated the whole planet. The whole planet? I'll be damned. Yeah. Why haven't they activated it yet? That's what are they holding off for? And I don't have an answer. Who, has it? Who the, has it, the Democrats or the Republicans? <laughs> uh, the American military. Well, are they Democrats or Republicans? Uh, probably both. How come what? we can't get together on uh, the, the one candidate then? Why, why don't they just turn it on and decide John McCain's going to... Hillary Clinton. I'm sure Hillary Clinton. Bill's got some ends in this whole military thing. You know, he was president for a while. Yeah. You'd think he'd be able to get it turned on. Pull some on strings. Yeah, get... that's a good question. And, and to be honest with you, I don't have the answer. Well, I'll get, I, I, I have an answer for you. I was calling uh, more on commenting uh, the fact that, in my opinion, I believe that without a doubt that this heart machine that the military, uh, American military invented was responsible for the earthquake. Well, but we've had earthquakes before. They had a, the heart machine, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, then how were those happening? Uh, they were just normal earthquakes. The, and now why is it this, this earthquake isn't normal then? Uh, because I believe China and the U.S. are secretly at odds. Yeah, you have no evidence. You just, you're just a paranoid kook. Thanks for the call. <laughs> 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line for you, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And are you remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Well, now you can purchase knobs, poles, and faucets at wholesale prices and support a business that supports Free Talk Live. 
internobs.com. Save 10% on your order by using the code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com. I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S dot com. Friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs, pulls, and more. Internobs.com. Yes, you can call the show about absolutely anything. And if it's some crazy crackpot conspiracy theory, well, sometimes we'll put up with you and play with you. Sometimes we'll just laugh at you. I'm in a laughing mood today. But I, Who's I, we? I noticed... I noticed, well, you're laughing on the inside. <laughs> I'm not laughing at how mean you are. These uh, microphones really cranked you up today. Go well, ahead. Well, I was just thinking for, during the break that we just had this guy call in and was talking about this HARP program. And he suggested that it's an evil program that they're going to use to control minds. We asked him, well, how many minds can they control with this thing? He said, everyone on the planet. Well, why haven't they flipped this thing on yet? Well, uh, well, well, well. yeah, the story was kind of falling apart. Uh, so, so now, uh, what I was thinking, though, was because some of the chemtrail kooks called earlier in the show tonight. And I was thinking that there are an awful lot of similarities between the claims about these programs. Once you get the chemtrail claims that uh, you hear different ones. You hear the claim that that's to control minds, dropping chemicals from the skies, allegedly mm-hmm. to control minds. They also claim that that's for weather modification. And then, of course, is they're poisoning us. So there's three claims with the chemtrail thing. Now, the HARP, the weather modification program, they, they talk about a weather modification, which, by the way, it's not a weather modification program, uh, at least according to Wikipedia. But they claim it can modify the weather, and they claim, this guy claims, it can control people's minds. Now, they, they don't claim HARP's trying to poison anybody, but it seems like there's a lot of cross-purposes here. Like, if they have all this great mind control technology out there, they've got it. They've got you from like two sides. They've got you chemically mind controlled, and they've got the radiological radio waves, electromagnetic mind control, right? Uh-huh. So we should be like total zombies. I mean, we should be if this if they're using these techniques on us, and what these crazy crackpot callers have to say is true, then we certainly shouldn't be here doing this show, Mark, because. This is not, I mean, the mind control people would not want us talking about freedom and liberty in the way that we are on Free Talk Live. So it would seem to me that I'm pretty much making the choices for my own life, and I'm pretty sure you are as well, Mark. And Reasonably most, so. Most of our callers and listeners probably feel as though they're in control of uh, their own lives. In fact, the last guy admitted they haven't flipped the switch on this program yet. Well, if you've got all these methods that are, are so devious and so effective, at controlling minds, what are you waiting for? Put it into action. Seems to me that the propaganda devices, the old school kind of mind control works well, like sending kids to government school, indoctrinating them, and then, you know, letting them watch television run by people who graduated from government schools and, you know, just dumbing people down through that process seems to have been pretty effective. I don't think you need any chemical doses or crazy electromagnetic spectrum programming to, uh, to control people's minds, but... If if this is legitimate, what these people say, where's the evidence? There's no evidence beyond crazy crackpot callers to radio shows and nutty uh, websites that just ramble and ramble and ramble. Sorry, you got nothing. If you if you want to prove it to me, then show me where all the damn mind control is. Well, I would think mind control would be uh, would would be difficult to prove. I don't know. This is it, it's nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. It is. We can choose for ourselves what we want to do with our lives. And if you want to choose for yourself to research a bunch of crazy crap like chemtrails and harp, 
then you can spend all your all the time you want to on that. It's just that the thing is with these with these conspiracy theorists, Mark, they they get into this rabbit hole. They find out something that sounds really suspicious, and they start researching. And then they uncover more suspicious-sounding things. Of course, they're just researching on websites that have been created by other crazy crackpots. So they're just reinforcing their belief system. And it just leads them down this, this hole of madness where you aren't thinking straight. You're not thinking cr- clearly. There's a device in Alaska that can control the minds of every single person in the world, and they just haven't flipped the switch yet? You're nuts, dude. It, well, and, and to think that you would, we would know this. I mean, it, it, yeah. it just it seems ludicrous uh, just all around. So who's running it? The American military is running it. Are they staffed by aliens? I mean, <laughs> you know, how, how, how crazy is this story? The are they user. all riding Pegasus? <laughs> I mean, what, what, what's going on? What's that, Pegasi? Pe- I guess, yeah. yeah Pegasus. So anyway, uh, so they've got all these, if they have all these leg- so-called ways to control minds. It's proof that they don't actually have them because no one's mind is being controlled. It's just nonsense. And by the way, the whole poison factor for the chemtrails, we're living longer lives. We're living longer, healthier, happier lives than we ever have in the past. So the idea that we're being poisoned is equally as absurd. There's no evidence for any of this. It's just people, they want something, you know, something to believe in. Something that, as you say, Mark, that they can know that you don't know. Something that puts them on the inside loop. The in crowd. All right, we continue with your calls. Oh, we've got a crackpot conspiracy theorist on the line. Lee in Montana, you're on Free Talk Live. Why is Lee got to be crackpot? It's, it says it in the call description here. It's, it says Lee is calling as a crackpot conspiracy theorist. Did you did you label yourself that way, Lee? Not quite. I left my name out, but <laughs> I guess uh, it's kind of like Dave calling. We can't fool anybody. <laughs> no, not with your voice, but, Lee. But with his accent, you can tell he's from the east side of Montana because it's a pretty big state. Hmm. So what's going on, man? What's on your mind tonight? Well, you, you guys are kind of, uh, by denying this, are falling right into the whole program of um, <clears throat> of being mind-controlled. <laughs> and I have a little proof to this from a guy I'd known for about eight years. I went to Alaska for about ten. Had a huge security county, 125, 30 people up there. Got the home run deal at an airport. And he says they had stuff underground on, you know, 250-foot hydraulic cylinders, which are millions of bucks apiece to build, that came out of the tarmac that went up in the air. They have their whole nuclear plant. This guy don't do drugs. He just lifts weights. Don't do steroids either. And he said it was just mind-boggling, just huge areas. Going everywhere. By the way, wait, I don't understand. What? That. Wait a minute. You're saying he was in Alaska and saw a bunch of equipment in Fairbanks at the airport up there. So the fact that someone saw some equipment means that they're controlling people's minds. He was there to guard the stuff. Okay, that was it's his job. It's valuable at equipment. Seventeen bucks an hour per person. So it's valuable equipment. That doesn't prove anything. Uh, there's a lot of evidence that they produced somewhere. Down there on uh, off of the Canadian uh, coast, where they've caught signatures of this stuff in excess of two billion. That's B billion. What watts. stuff are you like referring to? Are we here. talking about the weather electromagnetic wave modification, or are it you talking about the, the chemtrails? They can't use it nonstop because everything would be scrambled. 
They so, can only give it short hits. First of all, they can't power it that long. Two billion watts is like every radio station in the world. Two billion off watts, at huh? once. Billion, billion with a B. Mm, that would be a lot of radio uh, stations. Uh, well, yeah, you know, the best you can get is a hundred thousand. So, so you be- so you believe uh, that they are controlling people's minds with a radio transmitter? They just do it for a shot here and there. They're still dialing it in. Uh huh. But you know, when you guys completely deny this. You may as well be Democrats saying that, you know, there's no inflation. Well, if you want to prove to me there's a Santa Claus, you're going to have to prove it to me. Otherwise, I'm going to continue to deny your well, claim. I don't want to prove it to you. I don't care. But when people tell you this stuff, there's usually some kind of factual stuff that they No, heard. there's not. Well, I, I would say that there's probably some factual stuff behind this. I'll bet the government would love to control our minds. However, I think that they aren't doing it, and I don't think that HARP has anything to do with it. Well, they can't do it nonstop, or we'd be vegematics, okay? All right, Lee. Like you do well, then it's completely <laughs> useless, then, isn't it? I mean, if it's true, and they no, can only do it here fine. and there. They got you saying that they don't have anything like that that exists. That's what they want. They want oh, you to say nothing like that exists. Thanks for the call, Lee. 800-259-9231. Be nice to leave. Nonsense. You bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase if you start shopping there. That's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Continuing here in a moment with your calls. But real quick, just to address something that Lee said a few moments ago, calling in to defend the conspiracy theorists on their whole HARP program, this alleged weather modification slash mind control project by the government. Okay, so Lee said that the evidence that HARP exists is the fact that we don't believe it exists. The evidence that it is controlling our minds is the fact that we don't believe that it's controlling our minds. That's his, that's his evidence, beyond the fact that he knew a guy who worked up there guarding some really expensive equipment. Okay, so let's go ahead and turn that around then, Mark. Let's, let's, let's look at this. We've debated with the chemtrail kooks for a long time, but the harp thing barely ever comes up. So let's believe for one moment that this is true. Okay. Okay. Let's put our sense. Lee said the evidence that we uh, that it exists is that we don't believe. Okay. Now we believe. We're believers in the whole mind control, weather control conspiracy. We are being mind controlled. There's a military program called HARP, and it's sending out evil radio waves occasionally because he says they can't run it all the time. So they can only flip it on every so often. But every so often, they're controlling our minds. All right. Now what? I guess there's nothing. We we should run a political candidate who will make that one of his uh, prime issues to uh, to abolish the heart program. Elect me, and I'll abolish the mind control program. How's that going to go? That's not going to go. No, no, it's not going to work. Because I mean, it's difficult enough to get a political candidate to uh, to win office talking about liberty and freedom. You know, maybe the mind control thing would actually be more successful politically. No one's ever tried it. It might be worth a shot. But no, I, I'm with you on that, Mark. I don't think that would be too effective. So what else do we have as an option? 
okay, we're being mind-controlled every so often, which is pretty serious. I mean, if that's true, that's pretty serious, so it should be stopped. We could get a band of people together, and we could go to Alaska, where the, the HARP program is. Blow it up. And we could raid their facility, kill everyone there, and blow the place up. Well, let's try not to kill anybody, but... Okay. Well, the, 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 we, would, we would want to destroy the place. Whatever yeah. it would take to destroy physically the location of the, the HARP project. Would that solve the problem? Well, it would uh, certainly slow them down. Well, right, because they could always just build another one somewhere, right? Right. And they could have, like, a secret location, because they tell everybody where, where HARP is, mm-hmm. so they can have, like, another HARP secretly, and, and how would we find... How do we do deal with that? Hmm. Well, I can tell you that uh, before we had uh, actually the the uh, dust had settled on the dis- destroyed harp, that there would be a new location that we are being told that is controlling our minds. Area fifty one. Yeah. Yeah, they've got an underground electromagnetic wavelength spectrometer thing that's going <laughs> to control. Really? Okay. So so political process that's not going to cut it. A raid, probably not going to work, because, I mean, unless you have a real serious military force, you're going up against the military, right? So they're going to have some guys there to guard that base, and yeah. it's not going to be easy. You're, gonna, you're possibly going to die. Uh, so it might be better to actually live as a mind-controlled zombie than to die. Uh, so what else? Is there anything else? I don't think so. Do besides blowing it up? Um, but political well, you can't change run away because it uh, it's worldwide. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think here. I'm trying to brainstorm. Is there any other way to uh, to change the situation? No. Nope. So your choice. You go out there and start talking to people about how they're being mind controlled and try to convince everybody that they're being mind controlled. I don't feel mind controlled, just so you know. No, I don't either. It's just a bunch of nonsense. But you could try to convince everyone of that, and if you convinced enough people, then maybe someone would run for president and shut down the program. But then again, that's freaking impossible. You've got to be kidding me. Does seem unlikely. So, 800-259-9231. Fact is, there's no one that's being mind-controlled. These people just need something interesting to believe in. Something sexy. Something exciting. Something dangerous because their lives are so dull. Why don't you move to New Hampshire and get active for liberty? There's all kinds of things you can do here to keep you busy. Keep you occupied. Of course, if you want to come here and start talking about kooky crackpot stuff like that, stay where you are. 800-259-9231. Lots of people here believe that stuff. Yeah, but they don't go out and talk about it. They don't. Uh, they don't put it on the a front street or on their sleeve. Necessarily. I was invited, not by a free stater, by a, a local, uh, to a nine uh, eleven expo, expo uh, this Ooh. Saturday at uh, the high school. I can't. I can't a imagine. High school, huh? Yeah. If if there is a, a cabal of uh, how would they have let elite, that happen? Yeah. How the hell do they let them in the public high school? But that, I'm only telling you what the case. Well, is. they ha- they forgot to flip on the heart machine this week, Mark. If they had. Flipped it on a few times, it would have solved that. All right, we continue here. Uh, you can bring up anything. We go to Nigel in New York. Nigel, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, yeah. I, these conspiracy people, I mean, people can believe whatever they want. I don't care. But they kind of make me angry because I feel like they're buying into the government's whole myth of it being powerful. Because if government had a mind control system, you know that it would be controlled by three different committees and that they would all want to switch it on for different things. Mm. And, you know, the military would want to switch it on to support Iraq, and the IRS would want to switch it on to get everybody (laughs) to pay their taxes. And obviously this isn't happening because nobody does any of those things. All these people are doing is they're buying into the concept that government is powerful, which we all know it isn't powerful. It's just big. Yeah. It's like a cow. 
can't do much, but it's big. I think it's, it's powerful. You, it sucks. But it's, let me play the role of the conspiracy theorist for a moment, Nigel. The, the conspiracy theorist would say, well, that's what they want you to think. They want you to think that they're incapable. They want you to believe that they're, uh, they're, they're slow and plodding and that they're inefficient. And it may be true that many government programs are that way, but there are some secret programs that they aren't slow, they aren't inefficient, that they're working secretly with black budgets that you don't even know exist. And how can you say that those programs are subject to the same rules that these other government programs are? Because it's, I mean, it's not a, it's not, like there's some special law that says, oh, well, these government programs all have to be ineffective, but, you know, the secret ones don't. It's just a fact. Government sucks at doing everything that it wants to do. Yes, but the government did successfully blow up uh, lots of people in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and they have successfully killed a lot of people, millions of people over the years, uh, over the last hundred or so years. So they've been successful at that. Great. How are you going to stop an atom bomb by calling into a radio station? (laughs) That's a great point. All these people are doing is empowering the government that they hate. All they're doing is helping it out. They're wasting their time. These are people who could, if they they stop buying into the government's myth that is powerful, they could be helping us out with getting liberty. They could be, but what they do is they end up cowering in their basements and calling a bunch of radio shows because the more they believe the government is powerful, the more... Uh, the more incapable they become of doing anything about it, the more frightened to death they, they are. They, 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 when we talk to these people on the Free State Project, they believe that there's going to be tanks rolled in and a nuke dropped on New Hampshire. Right. And, I mean, if that happens, okay, it's over. Right. But <laughs> if, it's not like you're going to be more productive in your basement. Right, you know? yeah. At least I wasn't living and cowering in fear in my remaining right. days. At least I was on my feet... Uh, you know, standing up for liberty. Right, and, and I'll wrap it up by saying, you know, if you do... I mean, there, I can understand how people would end up leaving some of these things. I think it's entirely possible that the federal government let 9-11 happen on purpose. Does it make a difference? No. But what I, the last thing I have to say to these people is the only thing you do when you tell people about this is you get people to think, man, the government sure is big and it sure can do a lot. Nobody's going to believe you about mm. chemtrails or anything like this. Yeah. All you're going to say is, man, that's a lot of power that I want working for my priorities. Wow, that's a great point. So they're actually, by promoting the, uh, the idea that government can do these things, uh, whether or not you believe them or not, they are still promoting in the minds of many people that government is powerful and government can do uh, some, some dangerous things to people. And uh, so they're, they're encouraging fear. Is what you're saying. Right, and most people aren't good. What do you mean by that? Most people aren't good. Most people are not, most people aren't like you and I. They're not going to sit here, they, they don't think about their decisions as to, is this morally right or wrong? They're all, they'll all say that they do, but you know most of them don't. They well, they're probably, they're probably using me? a different scale than you and I are. Um, they're probably, you know, if it, if it makes me feel good, it's good, or if the Bible right. says it's good, it's good, or, you know, they're using some other scale than you and I are. Right. So when they realize that government is powerful, they don't they don't think about when they decide the government is powerful, which it's not. They don't think about how, oh, well, this is 
you know, this is dangerous. I think that's an excellent point. Oh, I can use this to work towards my end. I think you've uh, drawn some excellent connections here, Nigel, and thank you for the call. Always nice to hear from somebody else uh, going up against the conspiracy theorists. Besides, it's usually just us, Mark. More coming up. You take control. Hour 3 is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. The Cynic says... I started losing my hair, and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The Believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago, and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA-approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month's supply of Evacor and receive Boost just for trying Evacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920. Or log on to avacorradio.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind as we launch into hour number three of the program. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. People have been holding on patiently. We go to your phone calls. We start with Bill in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live. Bill. Noon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Great, Bill. What's on your mind, sir? Well, last week we got this interesting discussion about how um, old-fashioned the business model for the RIAA and the MPAA was. Mm-hmm. And uh, we discussed that they needed to change your strategy in order to, uh, you know, get with the times, you know, that we're no longer living in 1950-whatever. We're living in 2008 and technology changes and everything. And I'm happy to report that they have a slight change in their business model. Really? Yes. Now they have gone into asset forfeiture. Asset story forfeiture? For- asset for- forfeiture. Basically, a okay. uh, story broke out on Wired. It was picked up by our Aris, uh, was it Aris Technica on Friday. The Los Angeles City Council, or the I guess the, the county of Los Angeles County, I believe it is, is what it, uh, it originated from, passed an ordinance now that uh, if you are caught with an illegal copy of a recording of any type, uh, any, uh, any and all assets that house or manufacture said illegal copy of, of media uh, can be taken away from you. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what, I had that story here. As a matter of fact, uh, here it is on Wired. Local governments in California have long had the power to declare property a public nuisance when their owners allow the land to become denizens of drugs, gangs, prostitution, and gambling. But the L.A. County Board of Supervisors is now adding a new category, music and video piracy. In an ordinance just adopted, the five-member board is declaring that piracy, quote, substantially interferes with the interest of the public in the quality of life and community peace, lawful commerce in the country or county, 
property values, and it's detrimental to the public health, safety, and welfare of the county, citizens, its businesses, and its visitors. A college kid downloading a song off the internet is all that? It's dangerous. So that's what you were getting, uh, that's what you were talking about, right, Bill? That is correct. That is the story that I was referring to. Oh, in fact, it says here that it was actually crafted at the urging of the Motion Picture Association of America well, and the Recording Industry Association of America. The county retains the right to shutter a property for up to a year for violating the ordinance and also gives local authorities the right to bring a civil action to temporarily restrain, preliminarily enjoin, and or permanently enjoin the persons or persons intentionally conducting or knowingly maintaining or permitting the public nuisance from further conducting, maintaining, or permitting such a public nuisance. So so they can, they can take your, your house for transferring files over the Internet? Uh, apparently so. They, all, they can also take away your college education, too. How can they do that? The, they're urging, they're urging, well, I don't know about the MPAA and their stance, but the RIAA has been urging uh, college campuses to deny scholarships to individuals who blatantly violate copyright and wow. laws. Wow, they're really trying to bring down the hammer, aren't they? It looks like it. And I find it kind of funny because we were having, there's a thread that goes along with it. I don't know if you've seen the thread or not, but we messaged back and forth about our opinions. And, of course, people are saying, well, this is a great stance for the real the real pirators out there, the ones that are profiting. This is what this will target. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. No. Doesn't say that. No. You don't, you, you don't just, the government doesn't work that way. It's one size fits all in our government. So, whether you're profiting from your from the piracy, and, and who's profiting? I mean, from piracy. Don't don't people download it for free? Well, there are street vendors that uh, that sell pirated DVDs. Rare. I, I have never seen one in America. But I've the in... super majority of pirates out there are just downloading to uh, enhance their collection. That's all. Not downloading Correct. to make profit. And, and, no, and my argument's always been the government. And you guys have even said it yourself. The government's a one size fits all government. So they're not just going to target. The, the people that are making a profit from the piracy, they're going to go after the small guys as well. So now, uh, if this if, if this particular trend starts to, to trickle out, and, and eventually it oh, will, it will. Uh, the, the smaller governments will cow down. They'll cower down to the big demands of, of, uh, of these lobbyists. Well, so they, they, comes, they've got good reason to, because the, the $1,000 fines aren't necessarily going to the RIAA. It says here that property owners who knowingly permit such activity can be dinged $1,000 for each counterfeited work produced on their property. Now, I don't know what producing a counterfeited work means, but if that means downloading a song, then... That well, of course that's what that means. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, they want people to think, okay, I'm safe because... It's, it's one of those false sense of security things, you know. Well, okay, this particular law, the way they get it crafted, it sounds like they're going after the, the big fish. And that's what they want you to think. They, yeah. These government officials want you to think. But next, okay, thing you know, yeah. they've, next thing you know, they've fined a family $30,000 because their little girl, you know, teenage girl, downloaded a bunch of songs off the internet. And they do that. And uh, if the families can't pay the fine, then they get to take the house, right? That's what it looks like to me. That's, and it, this is this has gone from bad to worse, and it's only going to get worse until these guys, uh, unless, you know, a, a collective uh, bodies get together and say, you know what, screw you. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen until the artists realize 
that they don't need these people yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's true. The artists will have to pull away from these organizations in order for them to truly die off because nobody's going to get out and advertise the fact that they're a pirate and uh, you know rally the pirates together to to fight this evil. That's, that doesn't seem very likely. Yeah, I, I did have a second question. This is more of a question because it's from my own knowledge. It Go ahead. has something to do with jury nullification. Um, along the same lines of the piracy issue, uh, does jury notification only work with jurors, or can, like, say, for instance, they come after me at some point and say, okay, well, uh, Bill, uh, you are in violation of the federal statute of copyright infringement. We're going to fine you $1,000 per infraction. Now, granted, I could go out and lawfully buy some of these singles off the Internet for $1.99, mm-hmm. but that's, that's no here or there. Uh, they're going to find me $1,000. Could I just easily just say, wait a minute, I don't remember signing an agreement with the RIAA or the MPAA that that I promised them that I was going to buy all of their products. I don't uh, know. That wouldn't be jury nullification because that does involve juries. and uh, I mean, well, That would be essentially nullifying the system. That would be basically uh, withdrawing your consent from the governmental system. And there are some people that are, uh, that are trying that with some success up in Canada at thinkfree.ca. You can check out their website. They've got some neat videos and stuff you can watch there. And I think we're going to start seeing some of that tried here in New Hampshire over time as more and more activists move in. So we'll we'll be able to find that out soon enough, Bill, if, if that particular technique works here in America. I believe that it will. I think if we have enough people who are withdrawing from the system and saying, I do not consent, there's nothing they can really do about it if you've got enough people behind you. So that's one of the important factors here is we need to get some people, more people, moving into New Hampshire. We're supposed to have 1,000 people here by the end of this year, and I believe that we... I bet, I bet we already do have 1,000. Maybe so, but certainly by the end of 2008... And uh, we need 2,000. We need 5,000. 2,000 would be awesome. I mean, uh, 500 people have made a huge difference. So all in good time, Bill. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. These uh, power mongers' days are numbered. There's no doubt about that. We go continue to your calls. Randy in Kalispell, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Randy. Randy, you're on the air. What's on your mind? I have a theory. Okay. It started out when I was a Mormon. I thought everything bad came off of Satan himself. Hmm. Okay. And I moved on to the uh, well, the monetary theory about uh, you know the Bilderbergers and everybody like that. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that's uh, that's probably a cognizant uh, thought. I think uh, there's a lot of that going on. But I think I think there's somebody in between. The, the work the working poor and the, and the middle class and between those two and the super rich I don't know what you're I getting at but I want to give you a chance to explain so hang on we're gonna bring you back 800 259 we'll bring we'll bring you back hang on 800 259 9231 is the SACL CAI toll free line my question is will the Schnergenbergers be a part of this we will find out here in moments you can bring up whatever you want. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us, including updates. Get signed up. 
We keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project is brought to you by the Pork. Excuse me. Free, free Talk Live is brought to you by mm. the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival, better known as Pork Fest. It's happening June 9th through the 15th. That is about a month from now. At Porkfest, you'll be able to learn how Free State Project early movers are already making a difference. We talk a lot about them here on Free Talk Live. You'll get to actually meet many of these movers and shakers. The Dave Ridley, RidleyReport.com. He'll probably be hanging out. Uh, Dennis Goddard from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance will likely be in attendance. Our very own Gardner Goldsmith is, uh, from what I understand, going to be emceeing some of the events on Friday. So there's going to be a lot of... Russell Canning will probably be in attendance. I don't know about that. Have you heard? Has he said? I don't know that he... It would seem like it. He made an appearance last year. That's a possibility. Because I know they've got their... They've got like a little competing event happening in the month after that called the Burning Porcupine Festival. Yeah. Uh, But they're not paying us to advertise that. So we'll only get a few mentions. Working on that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can expand your network of liberty-loving activists, businesses, and organizations and discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T. Com. As we continue here, uh, Randy's still on the line with us in Kalispell listening on KGEZ. Randy, go ahead with your point, sir. You've got plenty of time. Okay, thank you. It won't take but a minute. All right, when you guys were kids, did you ever get beat up by the bully? I yeah. don't know if I got beat up, but I did get I bullied did. to some extent. I got beat up lots. Mm, sorry to hear that. I was, I was the one, I was the first one to the bully. Okay. Now, behind me, nobody got beat up. Okay. And what so, are you getting at, sir? Our three-quarters uh, people that are above the middle class, they're the ones that are beating us up. And the uh, super rich, new or old money, doesn't matter. They're the ones that are using those to uh, keep us shut down. What are they using? Well... The uh, almost rich, the three-quarter rich, they don't want to lose what they almost got. Right. And that's how this whole thing's working. It's working in uh, it, it's in degrees. It's never one thing. It so, works down the line. Let me see if I'm understanding you here, because it seems a little vague what you're uh, what you're getting at. So let me see if I've got this straight. You're saying that uh, that very very wealthy people are trying to control everybody else, and the people that are working towards being wealthy aren't willing to step out of line because they might That's lose right. all of the things that they've come to uh, come to call their their own. I. I'd have to say yeah on that one. Now, that's kind of general. I mean, it's putting people in groups, and I don't think it's fair, because there's a lot of people out there that are wealthy uh, that, and I don't know what level you're defining rich as. I'm not saying everybody. Okay. Good, because, I mean, some some rich people are great. They take their money, and they invest it, and they create new businesses and new opportunities. Yeah, sure. And and then there are those who are after power, and those are the ones that I have a problem with. Whether they're rich or they're middle class or poor, anybody in search of power is my... What's power get you? What's power get you? Money. Well, it gets what you is, sex, no, uh, money. What's more, important, what's more important, power or money? It depends on, it who, depends you are. on who you're talking yeah, to. Different people but, have different uh, different goals. Right. Many of, these, many of these people in power already have a lot of money. So it's not because they need more money. They've got plenty of it. They can buy whatever they want. So it's the power. It's, it's the lording okay, then, over people. Let me ask you this. What are we doing as a country? Who's we? <laughs> we as a country uh, is what he said. Exactly. It's not a co-op at all, is it? No, certainly Everybody's not. Everybody's out 
for their own good. As they should be. Uh, um, we are our brother's keepers. I don't know what that means. It's a religious thing, right, Mark? Well, yeah, it's a... Uh, no, religious, maybe, uh, maybe a spiritual thing. What does it mean to be a, a brother's keeper? What's that mean? That means you look out for the people around you and make darn sure they have enough. And uh, also, more than that, it, it, it's the pat on the back. It's keeping them going. It's, uh, it's a... Uh, well, it's yes, a, I would it's say yes. Care I, of your brother, I am your looking sister. at it. Well, I, I don't really. You, I know you guys do it every day on the radio. I hear you. Right, but we also do it here in person in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. The activists I'll look out. It. The activists look out for one another. There's no doubt about that. But on the other hand, I don't necessarily keep an eye out for everybody because not everybody's interested in that. Some people like being slaves. So if they want to be slaves and they want to be that. owned by somebody, then I'm not going to pay too much attention to that. But to to those of I, yeah, I guess you're right. Anybody that I would consider my brother, at, that is, you know, brother at kind of a a uh, like-minded level, then yeah, I brothers, would look out for those people. Sure, sure. So the answer to your question is yes. Listen, I almost always agree with you guys, like one hundred percent, pretty much. Yeah, you should have you yourself checked, cool. Randy. <laughs> you guys make the end of my day. Well, cool, man. Living. Glad to hear that, Randy. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue with your calls. We continue also in KGEZ land. Jeremy in Montana. Hello, Jeremy. Guys, hey, what's on your mind? Guys, you want to know one of the most crackpot things I heard today was uh, they were setting nukes off underground in Russia to create earth. Earthquakes and typhoons and uh, over there in Asia land or whatever. Well, why now would they do that when they can just use harp? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess they all work in conjunction together or something. There you go. I don't know, yeah. but what am I going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. There I had you a go. question for you guys on the Free State Project. Okay, shoot. Um, I mean, y'all have a. I mean, I believe in. A lot of the so I call it agenda stuff, not conspiracy stuff. Okay, it's an agenda. I mean, do, do you have um, people like that in the Free State Project thing going on? To where there, some of them are maybe a little bit conspiracists, but not oh. so far as believing a machine's going to control my freaking mind. It ain't. I don't know anybody here that uh, at least outwardly will admit to believing something like that. There are some free staters that are definitely on board with the whole 9-11 thing, but that's really the only one I've ever really heard uh, promoted around is, is the 9-11 thing. Uh, but well, like, uh, it, it, It's not a conspiracy. I mean, when you look at things, it's one of, you know, look at a lot of things, it's an agenda. I mean, that they have to overtake Enrolled people like uh, they brainwash people with the uh, lamestream media, as I like to call them. You know what I mean? I don't and think you'll get any argument from us on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one there, and that one seems blatantly people obvious get their to me. Brainwashing from not some thing up in Alaska. Or <laughs> right, right. The people get brainwashed by the box that they turn on with the moving pictures on it every single night of the week. That's where the brainwashing comes from. Not some fantastical electronic device operating two billion watts out of Alaska. Great point, Jeremy, and thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. It's that consistent tuning in uh, to the mainstream media that just 
zonks people. I was watching uh, I was watching Will Buchanan's Walk for Liberty. We've we've had him on the show before. Yeah. Walkforliberty.com. He's doing daily updates on YouTube. And he was talking about um, somebody he met, one of his sponsors uh, for the walk. He ran into, just kind of met him by chance, I guess. And this guy didn't really know much about Ron Paul, for instance, but found out that he agreed with a lot of what Ron Paul had to say and turned out that he was probably getting all of his information from the mainstream media, which is why he didn't think that he agreed with Ron Paul, because he didn't really know anything about him. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is your show. If you take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231, Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those including live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version. Both are free for you at freetalklive.com. Are you thinking about starting a business? Here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy, and it really is. I've done it. They do all sorts of legal documents, patents, wills, trademarks. Use code FTL to save 10 bucks off your order. That's LegalZoom.com. As we continue with your calls about anything, we go to Tom in Maryland, You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom. Tom? Maryland? Tom going once? Uh, Hello, Tom. The the conspiracy idea? Yeah. Or ideas? um, I think that so many of us, we're familiar with them, but we don't all believe everyone that you hear. And I think a lot of times they can go into oblivion. Um, Not long ago, Hillary, this was far into the race, you know, it was probably a few months ago, a friend of mine whose intentions were good, a great, he's a great person, and he, he had just said to me about how he had heard on a different program, um, she's going to be the next president, and her name has a certain, and I, I told him, I said, you know, it, it's such a turnoff, and I, I really wouldn't say that to anyone other than maybe me, mm-hmm. and, and you're kind of fortunate that I had, that I'm telling, you know, I was just like, really, it's, that's take, that's almost like uh, you know their their driveway has one kind of gravel in it, but then there's this there's others in there, and it and it if you stand back, it looks like a phoenix breathing fire. <laughs> I mean, it just gets a masonic ridiculous. symbol, a pentagram. Yeah, it's, exactly. Or yeah. there's different brands of shingles on their house, and it's in the shape of a. You know the devil's horns. It, it really it, does go into the realm of absolute madness. You're you're and, totally right. And and um, I I have been exposed to a lot of this stuff, but I, there's still a lot of stuff I have never heard. And usually I end up finding it uh, maybe online or through somebody else. Not really due to my own searching or researching. It's just because you know it just seems to find me. But I don't <laughs> never. I don't always go. Out of my way to research it deeper, but I don't always dis- I don't always discount everything here. You take everything with a grain of salt, but mm-hmm. these very unusual ideas, like this friend was relaying to me, I, I told him I said, "Really, man, I- that's something I would not really repeat to someone who what? might not know anything about freedom issues yeah. or what we 
see is happening to the country. What did, what did he say to you when, when you said he, that to he him? He talked about Hillary's name, the meaning of her name, and may, I think even the number of letters in her name, for God's sake. Oh, geez. Yeah, if you add and, all the and numbers I, together. And heard and, it on, I, I, I don't really want to say, it was not Alex Jones, or it was a show on a different network, and... But it, but I believe he gets transcripts from his sister. He does not have. He's not online or anything. She sends him transcripts wow. of a show that she likes. And I've heard this guy before too. And well, he, you know, he just makes goes to show sound a little too hopeless. Yeah, well, well, and, yeah, and, that's what they do. They get uh, these conspiracy people. The more they get into it, the more absorbed they become with all of the conspiracies. All of the conspiracies have a similar theme. It was what Nigel was talking about at the end of the second hour. And the, the similar theme is that the government is all-powerful. The government has control over your mind. They're dumping chemicals on you. They're doing all these evil things. They're blowing up buildings, and they're, conspir- they're conspiring, and they're covering everything up, and they're doing it all successfully. And what it does is it reinforces the message that government actually wants to reinforce, and that is that government is powerful and that government is something to be feared and that government is something that is all almighty and uh, impossible to take down and so established that it is uh, it is a fool's errand to well, to try to oppose competent, it competent i think is probably it, yes. the it's competency, and it's not competent. It's none of those things. It can be defeated. We can win. We can have liberty in our lifetime. But that's not what the conspiracy people are talking about. They don't talk about liberty and freedom. They talk about what the government's doing to control people and and how it's it's unstoppable and that you know it's hopeless and. And you're right, it is very defeatist mentality. Many of these people, when we talk to them about the Free State Project, they immediately come up with the objection that, oh, they're going to roll in tanks and blow you guys up with a nuclear, a nuclear strike. And yes, they, they, they. Yeah. They are going to come with their whips and chains and so on and so forth. And there might be some, you know, I, I, I see where we're coming from, and I know, you know, Randy Weaver, Waco, Texas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, um... I think the Free State Project, um, I live in Maryland, I, one day I might join you. I'm really impressed and blown away by it, and I have been since I found out about it. Well, come up and, to Porkfest. Come up, uh, go to Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com, and learn more about that, and then come up and experience what it's like to be amongst hundreds of other people that uh, lo- love liberty just like you. It's, it's, an, it's, it's something you probably never experienced before. Yes, it will be. And I have spread the word a little bit about your show, but I, even good friends of mine, nobody really, people aren't really that interested, I find. It's, it's difficult. Well, they're interested I, in I, themselves. I've heard you guys talk about your own frustrations, your involvement with the Libertarian Party and everything. Yeah. And um, I think now, it, it, for me, I'm I, every all this stuff is somewhat frustrating, but it's definitely not what it was for me you know now i leave it as pretty much you know well if you don't really care then you don't really care i can't really do much about it yeah well the people that you're referring to uh most people aren't interested because it hasn't touched them yet in a way that has offended them to the point where they're where they care enough to do something about it or if it has they've managed to just shovel it aside and, and move move along oh pay that fine pay that fine okay move along gonna get on with my life and, and it's okay that they aren't interested because people for the most part are interested in themselves and if they feel as though their lives are relatively happy and relatively undisturbed 
disturbed, then they aren't going to be interested in, in the concepts of liberty and freedom because they believe they're already free. Uh, but yeah. but if you're out there and you're still friends with them and you're paying attention to what happens in their lives and eventually, you know, the code enforcement department comes around and finds them a $100 for putting plastic in their paper bin or you know whatever it is there the grass is growing too high or they uh, give somebody a ride in their car and they get charged for running an illegal taxi you know if something comes up where the government has decided to uh, insert themselves forcefully into that person's life in a different way than it normally does i mean most people just shrug off taxes but if it's something else that happens you'll be there to say hey are you inter- you know just kind of capitalize on that and say yeah this is how government works and there are a lot of people that it does this too that's and what it does you might want to learn if you want to learn a little bit more about it and what we can do to stop it well then here are some of the resources for you and then maybe at that time they would be more open to it but until then uh you know keep helping yourself out keep uh keep bringing yourself uh, more information and and uh, keep considering the Free State Project, because if you're around more people like us, more people that love liberty and freedom and are willing to do something about it, well, then I think what you're going to see happen, Tom, is that doing something about liberty will become something cool and interesting and something that people want to be involved with because it's what others are doing. Remember, people are interested in themselves, but part of being interested in yourself is wanting to spend time with others and be liked by others. And if what the others are doing is cool activism things and getting out there and standing up for freedom, then it could be cool and uh, hip to, to join into that movement to find friends there, and it'll grow, and more people will come on board, and they'll understand freedom, and before we know it, the governments will be gone. Thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231, and we'll finally have ourselves a voluntary society. Well, I, I, I'll be fine with just uh, you know cutting the government, 90% of the government out. Yeah, well, if that happens too, that's great, but I think it'll go all the way. 1-800-259-9231, because uh, it seems to me it's the next... Next logical step in the evolution of mankind. Now is the time. It certainly, it. It, 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 I see it everywhere. I see it in popular culture all over. Is the the do- desire for people to have freedom? Sure. And I hope that that's that's so. I mean, I but also see that it seems to be an ingrained trait in man not to, uh, you know, to be a slave. To want to follow I, orders. I also see that. Well, so we're going to separate those two groups eventually. We're going to make it clear that we want to be able to choose for ourselves how to live our lives. And if you want to choose for yourself to follow the orders of another person, then you should be free to make that choice. That person will always be there to give you orders. Believe me, there's somebody. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. I mentioned illegal taxis. Maybe we'll have time to talk about it. Moments. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Just enough time for your call if you make it right now at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board with the uh, with the program. You can do it with a PayPal account, any major credit card, and some alternative options as well. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll learn that AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations across the country, spread the message of freedom and liberty, and also bring more Internet listeners on board. You can learn about how we're doing that, how we're spending your 3 bucks a month, because that's all it costs. And you get perks. You get access to the AMP-only call-in-line, chat room, forum, and more. Actually, I should say AMP-only call-in-lines, because there are multiple mm. AMP call-in-lines now. Uh, so, again, all the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. We continue with your calls. It's Jim 
Calling from Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jim. Hello? Hey, we're not the only listeners you know, on your program, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the, the only caller. You, you are just, the, the, the KGEZ audience is the most participatory of all of our weekday affiliates. It's just I, we amazing. have a whole bunch of weekday affiliates. It's just KGEZ and, and KGEZ land. They it's call. Just, it's just our night. Excuse me, fellas. Hey, I, I understand the free state concept, and I think it's wonderful. To me, I consider that a uh, 1776 event. I yeah, like it's, that. It's like, another, uh, it's like another revolution, but I don't like revolution because it's, it connotates revolving or going back around to the beginning again. And I don't want to start this whole uh, government thing over again. I want to evolve past it. So, But, yes, I agree with your sentiment, sir. I, I am concerned, though, that we have so many – well, have you fellas ever taken the time – and maybe your listeners would like to get involved, to start listing the number of government agencies or employees that each of us have over us, over our, that control our lives. And, and I'm talking about uh, law enforcement. I mean, you can start with Border Patrol, the National Guard. You EPA, know, FBI, down, CIA. You know, the folks that, that you know, want take, check our hunting licenses. OSHA. Licenses. Even Amtrak has their own police force. Oh, my Lord. Well, my concern there is, is that, in addition to those folks, we have a lot of folks that are on the government dole, even though they're not government employees. That's true. Yep. Those are the welfare folks. There's now, welfare. The there's government. Boat. There are government employees. There's welfare recipients, and there's also contractors. contractors lots of contractors. That's exactly and right. And the employees of the contractors as well. That's exactly right. So you start to rock their boat and their money, and they're going to they're going to do they're going to be the Tories in your 1776 uh, uh, program. Yeah, well, there's no doubt that they are. They, you know, they certainly are not going to like having their little precious power structure threatened. But oh well, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so how do we get this going in Montana? Well, I, I can't, uh, I can't help you. You'll have to start your own website and market the organization and buy some advertising. And pro- I mean, the Free State Project has been going now since 2001. Uh, that's when it was originally formed. The idea came out then. They put together a website. They spread the word. Uh, I think it was in 2003 when New Hampshire was chosen by a uh, popular, not a popular vote, but by the vote of the uh, the existing members at the time. And since then, people have been uh, slowly moving here to New Hampshire, and we're seeing that rate pick up now. So. I, you know, I invite you to compete. There's one going on in Wyoming, but I think they've got like a couple dozen members at this point. So, uh, the you one know. thing that stops us, the one, the one, there's a law, believe it or not, in Montana, and I'll see if I can pronounce it correctly. It's called criminal syndicalism. Mm. It's, it's on the books, and any time you, you step out against the government. It's, it's a criminal and uh, felonious act. Well, I think that the, what you'll find here is that at least amongst the free staters, there are people that could give a flip about what the laws say. Uh, for instance, recently, I don't know if you've been listening every night, but we've had Dave Ridley on from RidleyReport.com. Yeah. And over the past few weeks, he's been going out to the state house, the grounds of the state house, and just violating uh, silly laws right out in public and promoting it, calling the police in advance, letting them know. Uh, he's been doing illegal puppet shows, and there's a law that says you can't give a, pup- a puppet show in public and uh, and charge for it. But that's exactly what he's been doing. And uh, then last time he did another puppet show violating that law. And on top of that, he violated an ordinance that said you couldn't gather on the grounds of, you couldn't have a protest on the grounds of the state house. So he just keeps violating the law to see if they'll do anything about it. Uh, and if they do something about it, then that's that's what he wants, is because then they'll show themselves for the violent uh, gangsters that they actually are. And that that will help reveal to people that this is not a legitimate government, that this is rule by force, that this is people threatening others. 
And so far they've been ignoring him. They haven't been enforcing their precious little laws. And the more people we have doing things like that, the less uh, powerful these people will become, the less legitimate they will be in the minds of very many people. Well, you called that an illegal puppet show. I call that the legislature's in session. <laughs> Thanks for the Forgive call, me. dude. We appreciate Forgive it. Me. You have a good time. Thank fellas. you, sir. We good always do. You. Yes, sir. 800-259-9231. If I wasn't having a good time, I wouldn't be here. No, I. You know, it beats real work. <laughs> Let's see. I guess I have done some real work in my past at some point. Uh, we continue here. Let's talk to Jeff in Oklahoma. Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live. Jeff, DJ Blaze. Did we lose Jeff? Jeff is gone? He's gone. 800-259-9231. All right. So, illegal taxi or man arrested after his daughter doesn't go to school? Because um, I, pro- I sold them both. We're going to only have time for one. Man, daughter, school. Okay. Because you started with a story at the very beginning of the show about truancy, which is not showing up to school. Right. right? And in that case, it was talking about how the kids were being given GPS devices to verify what their location is at certain times of the day. So the truant children were being Being monitored, essentially. They didn't have ankle bracelets. They haven't gone that far yet, but give them time. Well, they did have ankle bracelets, and then they they decided it was uh, too much much like a ball and chain, so therefore they switched to just a uh, uh, pager kind of thing that they were keeping on. Okay, I missed that point. But, But my question was, well, if the kid still doesn't go to school, then what happens? What do they do? Well, at least uh, according to WCPO.com, at least in one place in America and probably everywhere, they put you in jail if you're the parent. A Fairfield man is in jail because his daughter hasn't gotten her GED, General Equivalency Diploma. A judge ordered the father to stay on top of his daughter's education months ago, and when that order wasn't followed, Brian Gegner was sentenced to 180 days in the Butler County Jail. 180 days? The daughter, Brittany Gegner, says her father shouldn't be punished for her problems, especially, says she says, because she's now 18, a legal adult. Brittany says it's ridiculously wrong. Of all the punishments they could have given him to make him go to jail, I mean, probation until I get my GED would be reasonable, but to send him to no, jail? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> well, you know how Mar- people are, Mark. They're beaten down, and they'll accept some level of tyranny as long as it seems to be more reasonable than the level of tyranny they're given. Uh, but so that's what she's saying there. She says to send him to jail, that's overboard. Butler County Juvenile Court Judge David Niehaus ordered Gegner to jail for contributing to the delinquency of a minor by not following not a, a minor. <laughs> by not following she was at the time. Uh, by not following a court order which required Gegner to be sure his daughter got her GED. This comes after ongoing problems of Brittany skipping classes at Fairfield High School and then Butler Tech. While Brian Gagner had custody of her, Brittany says it was while she lived with her mother that she was being truant. She says, I'm about to be 19, and my dad's being punished for something I did when I was 16. It's like I should if anybody, it's like I should if anybody should be punished for this. I would probably, I would way rather me go to jail than my dad. They probably should have punished me if they were going to punish anybody, said her mother, Shanna Roach. Because she did live with me at the time, but because he had the custody, that's why he's being punished. Hmm. I don't understand the punishment altogether because she's going to school. She's been going for four months. The only thing that's holding her back is she can't pass her math test. Brittany has a daughter who's about 18 months old, by the way. She says she's determined to pass the GED for her daughter and her father. The judge says if she passes the test, her father could get out of jail before the six-month sentence is up. Yeah, but the the thing about these GED tests, and I don't know how it is in her community, but um, it can be... 
you know, they have the scheduled time that we're going to be administering this GED test. It can be 30 days between tests. Sure. It can be 60 days between tests. Who knows? And there you, there, there you just sit waiting for the government to get around to giving its tests so that he can get out of jail. In the meantime, Maybe. In the meantime this man who has a family is in jail. Her stepmother I worries mean, that the time in jail will ruin their family. She says he could lose the job he's worked at for 15 years. And, and, oh, hold on. The fact that... <laughs> okay. So um, if she does get the GED... The judge is willing to look at letting him out, but she's not a minor, so he's not contributing to the delinquency of a minor right now. Her getting her um, GED well, is superfluous to that. Well, it doesn't matter. She was 16 when the order was given. Sure. So he violated the order then, so letting him out early, even if she gets her um, GED, is still illogical. Mm. By their own crazy rules. Right, right, their crazy rules. She wasn't living with him or anything like that, but it, it still just doesn't make any sense. She turned 18. She met the criteria of, of, being, of carrying her own onus of her own education. It says, uh, the bureaucrats say this type of punishment is rare and reserved for extreme cases when court orders aren't met. Well, the extreme case is that somebody doesn't obey orders and send their kids to the government-approved school as the government demands. This is the inevitable result of what happens to people that don't send their kids to the government schools and don't jump through the hoops necessary to prove that they're uh, homeschooling them in the correct ways. You will spend time in jail. There is a threat of jail behind every single government school, and it's absolutely disgusting. We're out of time. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. Back tomorrow night. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.